0: Welcome to Surge, Create Portage County's Business Accelerator, connecting ideas to the power of community across north central Wisconsin.
1: We're now in our second season, gathering support for ideas that will transform communities along the upper Wisconsin River Basin.
0: Surge is supported by Prevail Bank, always encouraging our communities to pursue what's possible.
2: Got ideas, got ideas, say welcome got to got got ideas, got
0: ideas, got ideas, ideas, got got Oh it feels so good to be back in front of this microphone with Surgeys again. But I'm also excited because I have Anne Va back in the studio with me. Anne was a Surge participant last year and is now a staff member at Create Portage County. So she's bringing her talents into the mix.
1: Thanks, Chris. I really, really enjoyed being a participant of Surge last year. It was an amazing experience to get to meet all the other participants and really just go over ideas and how to start up a business. But for those of you who are new to the program, Surge is a business accelerator. Create rally support around entrepreneurs and community leaders to help them grow their grand ideas. Entrepreneurs vary in experience and ideas take all shapes and sizes. What we truly love about this program is a variety of community members who come together and bond as they problem solve the program has four stages and participants receive support from community resources in each stage in stage one participants brainstormed discussed and submitted 58 ideas in our regional napkin parties
0: i just want to take a second to pause and appreciate that we had 58 responses and then our first attempt at growing surge across the region last year we had 33 ideas i believe that were submitted and only 20 or so came to podcast so we're really pumped to to see that level of creativity come from our region now that we're in stage two we're interviewing the participants um, and they're actively pursuing their submissions as, as we interview them. So without any more wait, let's get into our first interview. Well, in the very first episode of surge, we sat down with Jeff Rice from origin family home builders. For those of you who have been uh, under a rock a little bit or unfamiliar with the housing market, things have been a little wacky to sum it up as vaguely as possible. And Jeff's been tackling these new market challenges by launching a new home care service that could bring homeowners peace of mind in a few more ways than one. All right. So we have Jeff Rice, our first participant in Surge to be interviewed in 2022. Thanks for joining us in the studio, Jeff. Yeah, uh, you good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, looking forward to this a lot, um, I guess since last year. It's been 12 months since we recorded an interview. So um, excited to have you back in here. We've had you in the Idea Center before. Um, Jeff's a long time um, resident of Portage County, owner and co-owner and operator of Origin Family Home Builders, and you have a new business idea to be sharing with the community nowadays. Is That's that right? right. Yep. Yeah. All right, and what's, what's that business called? It's called Keeper Uppers. And
2: share share uh, the background of Keeper Uppers. So Keeper Uppers uh, will be a service, like a subscription service, uh, for routine home maintenance. So think along the lines of other uh, subscription services, you know, like uh, house cleaning or lawn mowing. Except for instead of doing those things, we come in and do the sorts of tasks that should be done on every house. Um, things like changing HVAC filters, water filters, whatever, whichever filters those might be check-in doors and windows for air leaks, that kind of stuff. Um, The types of things that should be done in every house, but most homeowners are ignoring it. We'll come in and take care of that for you.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's a pretty um, interesting time to launch this business idea in particular, but why are you choosing now
2: to start Keeper Uppers? Well, it, it goes hand in hand with, uh, like you already mentioned, we own a home building company, right? And one thing that we noticed from a lot of the people that bought houses from us in the past is that they had questions. The day we hand the keys to them, they're asking us questions like, what do I need to do with my furnace? What do I need to do with my water heater? Um, things like that. And my, my brother, Matt, my, my uh, partner in this business and in home, uh, origin home builders, he has a background where he also worked at a car dealership and he thought like man it really would be cool if somebody did like the 101 point inspection but for a house and checked all these boxes for a homeowner or if somebody did the equivalent of like an oil change on your house just the monthly the routine stuff that needs to get done to make sure that the house is being kept in good shape and the next logical uh, leap was that could be us like we we know how to do this stuff why if nobody else is doing it why don't we just do it ourselves Right. Well, I'm not a homeowner yet,
0: and I'm—I mean, I imagine that list of tasks is could be pretty daunting for a new homeowner. Maybe even some older homeowners who just—they were never taught how or what they should be doing to make sure that their house is staying up, up to up to snuff. Um, so, could you tell me more about that customer segment? Who you're trying to be reaching over the next few years as you launch Keeper Uppers? Yeah, you bet.
2: So, we've identified kind of five target demographics that fall into three different categories. Um, one of them is the one you just mentioned, right? Maybe the new homeowners who just made this huge investment in a house and they know they're supposed to be doing something to keep it up, but they don't know all the tasks that they're supposed to be doing. And then there's the, what I think of as the middle two uh, target demographics. And generically, these are busy people, right? And I split them into two because I see them as parents being one and then professionals being the other, where for either reason, they don't have a whole lot of extra time. And what little time they have, they don't want to be spending it, you know, grabbing a screw gun and doing these sorts of chores around the house. And the last uh, two groups that fall into this last category are the people who they may know what they're supposed to do, but they physically can't. So it's people who are potentially like physically handicapped; they can't do the work themselves, or they're elderly and they just no longer have the physical capability to do these sorts of tasks. So we're able to come in and help them out with this sort of stuff. Gotcha.
0: So thinking full spectrum, it sounds like, but you have so five key targets figured mm-hmm. out. Yep. Um. How will you be reaching your, your, your target demographic?
2: Well, I mean, there's obviously the online ways. We've got our website, we've got social media uh, set up. Um, we'll probably do some Google ads, some Facebook ads. But right now, um, we're, we're kind of in the very beginning stages. We're set to launch about next month or so. It's literally going to be going to houses and putting on door hangers. You know, we, we know where the new houses are being built. We'll just go put on door hangers and let people know, hey, if you need a hand keeping your house in good shape, we're here to help out. Yeah, I imagine that you as a home builder,
0: that, that really, it makes it a little bit easier to reach your your target groups too.
2: I would hope so. And I hope there's a little bit of, of faith on the part of the customer, you know, n- knowing that we're coming in as general contractors. We're not just like Joe Schmo off the street and saying like, hey, let me come wrench on your house and I promise not to screw stuff up. We actually do have that background knowledge. Yeah, and
0: the fact that you're already building those homes for people, I think that adds to your reputation and... I imagine that they respect you a little bit more, have a little more faith in you right off the bat that, oh yeah, yeah, Jeff and Matt, they'll, they'll take care of us. I hope so. <laughs> so we always like to ask about the personal connection to um, to the business that you're going to be launching. I think it's fair to say that as a home builder, you and Matt are already well-suited for, for home maintenance and going through that list with people. Um, but... Could you tell me more about your background with Origin Family Home Builders? That's something that I don't quite know
2: personally, how how you and Matt got involved in it. But yeah, take me through that that you, story. You bet. Um, so we have been around home construction or construction projects basically our whole lives, okay? Um, I mean, we grew up in a household where there were many re- renovations. Our dad just constantly was doing something different to the house, building a garage, building a shed, adding a addition, any, something like that add on, uh, our, our grandpa and actually two of our uncles in the area were electricians. So we were helpers in the summertime, quite often just pulling wire, you know, from I think probably age 12 up in the summer. That was pretty common. Um, now, the business uh, was started in 2002 by our dad when he uh, he just decided to start building houses. And my brother and I were in college at that point. Matt might have even still been in high school. So as a summer job, we were right there building houses with dad. Now, we graduated college. We both went away and kind of had our own careers. Uh, I was in marketing. Matt was, like I said, he worked at a car dealership for a little while. Um, but both of us eventually came to the realization that and that really wasn't for us. I didn't. I really didn't like cubicle life. Matt really didn't like uh, being in the car dealership. We're like building houses is all right. Let's go back and, and back to the family business. And since then we've taken it over. Uh, I kind of run the business end of things. Matt does a lot more of the on-site management type of stuff. Um, but yeah, we we know uh, home building quite well. Um, but why us specifically? I mean, there's lots of home builders in the area. Um, Matt and I, and this is kind of hokey to talk about. It seems corny, but we have a we we, <laughs> <I heard that. laughs> right. we have a, a kind of this internal philosophy that. Um, we care about our community right and and there are ways so really think of a venn diagram of care for the community and what's our skill set what's in the middle there what can we do with our skill set to make our community better um for a long time it was building houses um now house building here in early 2022 is getting challenging because of the tumultuous uh materials market so we're like how else what are other ways that we can bolster our community with our skills, this is one way, by making sure that the houses in our community are taken care of, therefore the people are being taken care of, therefore the community is being taken care of. It kinda just speaks to uh, our own internal philosophy.
0: Yeah, is there any, so I'm assuming that there is a correlation between like going through these routine tasks and maintenance tasks, um, and like the longevity of someone's home. Is there? Is there like scientific evidence that a certain number of these tasks are gonna lead to this many more years
2: of Home life. I'm right? not going to be able to put a number around yeah. it, right? Um, anecdotally, it makes sense, right? And especially if, when you think about not only the home itself, but the components, right? The the appliances. So if you're checking your water heater's anode rod, and you get a gold star, if you know what that is, but like uh, if if you're checking that routinely, like you should be, um, you're gonna probably increase the life of your water heater because you would know you would know to replace it when it's necessary. Um, If you're not doing that, the water heater's just not gonna last as long, right? Multiply that by all the appliances and all the components of your house, right? And just things are going to uh, last a little bit longer. But tack on that longevity of the house is not the only important part of the house. The enjoyment of the house is part of it too, right? Is it more comfortable because it's less drafty because we've caulked the, the cracks in the doors or windows that we're letting air in? Is it quieter because the hinges are oiled and the doorknobs are tight, right? All these little things um, that just make the house feel like it's working the way it's supposed to, it just makes it more enjoyable to live in. Now that's also one of our challenges because if we're doing our job right, your house should be silent. You're, you know, you're. There should be no smells. Right? <laughs> there, there shouldn't be any pests around. Really, it's it should be almost like a ghost came through and and just made your house nice. Um, how do you market that? Right? A, it, that's a challenge. Yeah, it sounds like you're going
0: to need Casper on your on an updated logo and just exactly friendly neighborhood ghosts, maintenance ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um. Fantastic. So that ties into both like le- life of the house, but also cost savings for for your customers, which is ultimately I think going to speak millions to people if they're going to see long longer life of their, their appliances, a lot of their other home home pieces. Like that speaks to me, but also some of the those quality of life aspects in your home enjoyment. It's, it's so fundamental to us. Um, I only have one last question for you. Um, usually we throw this out there for some of our entry-level entrepreneurs um, about team gaps and what sorts of skill sets you feel like are missing within your, your business or your business venture. Um, you and Matt are very well-rounded, um, but as you're looking to grow this business, how are you looking to expand your team?
2: So, yes, we are well-suited right now. For, for launch, right? We're gonna be able to get this off the ground, we're gonna be able to refine our product, we're gonna be able to gather the first uh, you know couple, couple rounds of customers and it's gonna be just fine. But in the near future, I foresee needing employees and that could be really challenging. Now we are planning on paying pretty decent, um, but still finding the people that are dependable and trustworthy and respectful and friendly, like basically people that I'm comfortable sending out into the community into other people's houses and to treat those clients well. It seems like it shouldn't be a heavy lift, but it very well might be. Um, So finding high quality people to work with is probably gonna be our next challenge. Beyond that, uh, I'm kind of a believer that uh, every company is now a technology company Um, because if you're not, your competitor is and you're going to get crushed. Right. Um, So finding that um, the customer resource management system that ties in with invoicing and that ties in with uh, basically the task management so that we have clear communication between the client and with the technicians and with management and everybody knows what's going on Um, and being able to manage that smoothly, that's gonna be a big challenge and I foresee needing to find a technology person, uh, somebody who's far more savvy than I am to kind of help us put that in place and implement it and make sure that it runs the way it needs to. Sure, do you know if you're gonna have any preference over like an independent software developer or if you're looking for potentially a company that's already got a prepackaged deal for you. I don't have a strong preference. Um, like, if there's a way to make that happen um, with custom programming done locally, that would be ideal. But And I realize that's very expensive, and it's a very large undertaking. And this is not something that I expect to be done overnight. Um, that would be awesome. Um, but that said, I realize there are already CRMs in place. There are invoicing programs in place. If there's a way to, like, Frankenstein that together to make it work, once again, I, I would need assistance with that. Um, That would be fine. Um, I think a custom program would be preferable just so that we kind of have ownership of how it works, Um, but really uh, what matters most is getting it off the ground and making sure that it works. Sure. Um, I mean, that exhausts our full list,
0: but you're already in the kickoff phase, so you're about to be starting soon. Yeah. Um,
2: Do you have any ideas about where you'll be come the summer of 2022 oh we're gonna be so busy we're gonna be opening probably our fourth or fifth location <laughs> not not really um i mean I'm, I'm hoping by the summer of 2022 that we have somewhere between 120 and 180 clients right anticipating that one uh module so i think of a module as one technician one car and one set of tools one module can service 60 clients per month so basically keeping three people busy if we're at that point by about July or August, I'd be super pleased. Um, but yeah, that's right now we're at zero, so that's yeah. kind of a long way to go. That's ambitious. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. I wish you the best of luck coming
0: up. Um, we'll be in touch to see how we can support you in that growth. And we look forward to seeing how, how far you get before the end of surge.
2: Thanks. And if you haven't looked already, we're on KeeperUppers.com. Check us out on Facebook.
0: With Keeper Uppers officially up and running, Jeff's already signing on new customers to pilot the services. Now, I'm not a homeowner quite yet, but I look forward to utilizing everything that Keeper Uppers offers when the time comes for me. If you are a homeowner or a homeowner-to-be and like to follow Jeff to get more information about Keeper Uppers, you can head over to KeeperUppers.com or find them on Facebook at, at @keeperuppers. The second season of Surge is only beginning. We look forward to following the journeys of North Central Wisconsin's freshest entrepreneurs in 2022. For program updates, head on over to createportagecounty.org backslash surge, ping us, message us, DM us, but most importantly, get in touch with the participants and their businesses. They're moving and shaking our region. We couldn't offer this program to North Central Wisconsin without them, but we couldn't offer it without the support of small business development centers across the region Cap Services, and of course, Prevail Bank. After all, this is Surge. Which ideas will prevail? <laughs>